How do you maximize performance with your sales force? My name is Anthony Garcia, and I'm the host of the Catapulting Commissions podcast. Join me every week as we discuss topics such as performance or improving retention. And we do so by interviewing some of the top sales professionals and entrepreneurs around the world. Now, let's enjoy the show. Welcome back. Love having you here today. Got a treat. We're going to wrap up what we've been discussing over these past few episodes. If you recall from the previous episodes, if not, you can go back and listen to them. This is a preview to the Catapulting Commission's book. We break it down into three simple segments. One, having a clear mental preparation, having a clear plan in place, uh, setting yourself up for the best possibility for goal achievement. Two is key actionable items. That was at last week's episodes. We discussed some key actionable items that you can implement today in your goal setting process that will help you achieve your next sales goal. And today we're going to wrap this up with one of the third part in the Catapulting Commission's book. And that is having a positive support system, but more importantly, setting up a positive support system. See, the truth is when you're in sales and you're out on the grind and you're out trying to achieve something that you haven't done before, or you're trying to hit income that you haven't made before, there's going to be some roadblocks. There's going to be some peaks. There's going to be some valleys. And a positive support system is going to be the difference from achieving your goal or missing your goal. There's no middle ground. No one's going to be successful with a crappy support system. And you're not going to be successful with zero support system. So you have to have a support system in place. But the responsibility of creating that support system falls on your shoulders. It falls on the shoulders of you, the sales rep who wants to achieve a high goal. Or if you're a sales manager and you manage a team, that positive support system, that culture you create that breeds success. It's your responsibility to set up a positive, strong support system in place. So we're going to talk about three things you can do to set up a support system that is efficient, that is functional, but more importantly, that is necessary for maximum goal achievement when it comes to your next sales goal. So I ask a really, really simple question here. What if you eliminated all sources of doubt? Think about that. Doubt, insecurity, second-guessing yourself, questioning your sanity. Does any of this sound familiar? If not, don't worry. You'll get there. It'll happen to you at some point in time. If your sales goal doesn't scare you, then your sales goal is not big enough. If you haven't had doubt, insecurity, second-guessing, or questioning your sanity, then you haven't set a goal that's big enough. That's the honest truth. So when you have a big sales goal or a big professional goal, a big personal goal, heck, it's New Year's, a big New Year's resolution, right? If you don't eliminate the sources of doubt within your life, the likelihood of you achieving that said goal is slim to none. Let me repeat that. If you do not eliminate the sources of doubt that surround you, When it comes to your goals, 
you will not achieve them. Ask yourself this question. Who's influencing you? Okay. You have a couple sources of influence. Whether you recognize them or don't, we're going to identify them. Every person is influenced by somebody, something, somewhere. Are you influenced by your spouse? Are you influenced by your coworkers? Are you influenced by your competition? Are you influenced by a coach? Are you influenced by social media? Are you influenced by what others think of you? Right? Somebody's influencing you, right? One, you have to identify who's influencing you. But two, you have to eliminate those who influence you that aren't positive. And it's really hard to identify those, right? So the first source of doubt or first person that's influencing you in a negative fashion, it's intentional, okay? These are pretty easy to recognize. When you have somebody who's intentionally influencing you in the wrong direction, it's not easy to say, hey, you're influencing me in the wrong direction. In the wrong direction. However, these people intentionally don't want to see you succeed, don't want to see you achieve your next sales goal, don't want to see you accomplish something that they couldn't accomplish themselves. Those are really easy. The likelihood is you probably have those people in your life and you have the least amount of contact possible with them. I know as I've as I ventured on this project of writing the book, launching the podcast, launching the speaking career, and doing things of this nature, there were certain people in my life that no matter how hard I tried to retain a relationship or retain a friendship, the negative energy that they would bring around my life just was no longer, this wasn't something I needed anymore. So right now, think about it. Who's that one person? Because it's typically one or two people that are in your life, you've allowed to be in your circle of influence, but they're typically a negative person. And they usually have been there for a long time because that, that comfortableness or that longevity of the relationship makes it acceptable for somebody to be negative, right? I just went on vacation with a couple of buddies of mine from college, friends for years, over 15 plus years at this point. And we've talked about some friends in college we've remained in contact with. Others are like, man, you have gone a different direction in life and you no longer provide value to me. I love you, but I love you from afar. That's the first area of eliminating sources of doubt. The second area of identifying, and this is the unintentional sources of doubt. And these are really hard for us to spot or even recognize. The people who cause doubt in your life don't necessarily know they're causing doubt in your life. They love you. They want what's best for you. But they don't realize the impact they have in your life. This usually comes in the form of people you love. Parents, spouse, best friends, siblings, somebody who is in your close, immediate, familial circle, right? You've all had a moment where you've had a goal you want to accomplish, specifically a sales goal or an income goal. And if you share that goal with somebody you love, sometimes they may question your ability to hit your goal. Sometimes they may question the motivation behind it. And because you have this person in such high regard in your life, 
The fact that your mom or best friend questions your ability to, to achieve your new set sales goal causes you to doubt yourself, right? If we take the sales component out of it and we just say, hey, it's a simple goal setting, it's the equivalent to coming home saying, hey, my plan is to lose 100 pounds this year. And someone's saying, you're absolutely crazy. You can't do that. And that person that says that is your best friend, your spouse, somebody, somebody close to you, right? Or another area of doubt that creeps up, and I know I, I deal with this sometimes from my loved ones, is, is unsolicited feedback, right? Everybody has opinion. Like, hey, you should do it this way. You should do it this way. You should do it that way. Now, their intentions are great, and, and, and you have to take what people say with a grain of salt, but sometimes that does cause you to question, is my approach on my sales goal correct? Am I going about this in the right fashion? And if the, if the answer is, if you're, if you're not convinced that your approach is the best possible way, then when people start giving you unsolicited feedback and unsolicited advice, it's going to cause you to question if you're going about it the right way. So take a moment and identify what are the areas that cause you to question your ability to achieve your goal? Who in those areas is the trigger point? Is it your loved ones? Is it your spouse? Is it your family, best friends, coworker, manager, mentor, etc.? Whoever it is, I'm sure they love you. And if they're influencing you in a negative direction or their, their comments, their suggestions, their feedback causes you to question yourself, it's time for you to take action. And it's really simple. You simply coach them on how they can have an impact on your life. You simply say, hey, mom, I love you. I take your feedback, your input with high regard. So if you have an opinion or you have doubt in me, if you have anything negative, just hold it. I know you want to say you're being realistic or I know you want to say you're, you're, you're being analytical, whatever the situation is. I appreciate that. Right now, what I need from you is to support my goals, and here is how you can support my goals. And at that point, that's when you lay out what you need from your support system. Hey, my goal is to lose weight. So if you ever see me ordering something with extra sugar, dude, just nudge me, something like that, right? Something simple. Or if, if it is a sales goal, and that's the concept of how to have strong commissions, and that's the concept of this book, hey, mom, or hey, wife, my wife, I love you. My goal is to make a half a million dollars in income this year. Here's what I need from you. Every morning at 4.45 when my alarm goes off, if I'm not up within 60 seconds, kick me out of bed. Because if not, the alarm's going to wake you up. So to turn the alarm off, kick me out of bed, that's what I need from you. That's your part in my goal setting process, or that's one part in, your, in my goal setting process. You have to coach those people who love you. Because I promise you, they're not intentionally trying to sabotage or influence you. They just don't know any better. And, and it's your responsibility. It, it's your responsibility to tell them how they can help you out. Okay. These people lead into our secondary, what I want to talk about. Who's in your inner circle, right? I have an inner circle in my life. And in my inner circle, as I've gotten older, as I've gotten more mature, and as my business or businesses have started to flourish, I'm really selective with who I allow in my inner circle. It's to the point where there's certain people I just 
hey, man, I respect you. I like you. I keep you at bay, not because I'm better than you, but because with honesty, my inner circle has so much impact in the direction that I'm going in my life that I'm going to protect it. I'm going to be selfish with it, right? Very approachable. I'll work with you. I'll talk with you. I'll be very cordial. But when it comes to those inner circle, those inner dealings of my business and my goals, if you haven't earned your place in my inner circle, then you're not going to be there. And that inner circle is almost those same people who can have an unintentional impact on causing doubt. However, that inner circle can also be people who are, in the book we call them, who's your accountability buddy? Your accountability buddy is going to consist of a non-familial person, someone who's not in your family. Many times your accountability buddy is somebody who has a similar goal, has an understanding of your industry, and an accountability buddy is someone who's going to hold you accountable to the steps required to achieve your goal. They're not going to hold you accountable to the end result. That's easy. It's really easy to say, hey, my goal is to make a million dollars this year. Can you hold me accountable to a million dollars? Hey, man, it's November. You're not at a million dollars. What are you going to do? I mean, that, that's coaching 101. I mean, that's, that's elementary in coaching. But your accountability buddy is going to hold you accountable to the steps required to achieve your goal because they have an inner understanding of your business, whether you're it's to make more phone calls, whether it's to generate more referrals, whether it's to focus on personal development. They understand the ins and outs of your industry, and they're going to hold you accountable to that. Another person that's in your inner circle is your manager or mentor, somebody who you look for for guidance, you look for for advice, right? This manager slash mentor can be your boss. It can also be an accountability buddy, maybe someone who who has more experience in the industry you're in, has taken you under their wing and said, let me show you how to be successful in this industry, okay? That manager-mentor, that relationship is sacred. And that relationship only works, only works if you share with your manager-mentor how they can help you out and have an honest conversation with them hey, dude, you're already in my inner circle. I want to achieve a higher sales goal this year than I ever have. Here's what I need from you. I need you once a week to simply ask me, did I make my calls every day last week? Once a week, was I out my house every morning by 6.45 a.m.? Once a week, ask, Did I work a full 8, 10, 12, whatever, how many hours your day requires, did you work that full day? It could be manager or mentor person. Hey, can you do me a favor? If you see me on social media during the day when I should be focusing on key performance or key revenue activities, dude, call me, get me off, buzz me. And maybe you're not on social media. So how about you ask me at the end of the week? Hey, how much time on social media did you spend? Right. I, I once had somebody who worked for me who spent an a, a insane amount of time on social media, insane amount of time on social media. And it was if you're that much time on social media, how do you have time for anything else? How do you have time for personal development? How do you have time to become an expert in your craft? How do you have time to focus on, on your sales goals? How do you have time for adequate follow up? Right. So that's your inner circle. Right. Your family. 
your accountability buddy, your, your manager mentor. Okay. You have to coach that inner circle on how to coach you. And if you're not doing that, you're doing yourself a, a huge injustice. Hey, I wanted to take a quick minute and interrupt this episode for a second. I hope you're enjoying what you've heard thus far. Are you a sales professional or do you manage a team of sales professionals? I imagine you know someone who struggles with complacency. I'm talking about the sales rep who has all the tools to be a top performer, but just can't seem to get past the mental hurdle that is holding them back. I completely understand and I relate with you. That is why I've created a detailed approach on how to get out of this stage of complacency and put yourself in position to achieve your next sales goal. Be sure to visit my website, catapultingcommissions.com. Once there, you can find the link to pick up a copy of my international best-selling book, Catapulting Commissions. Now, let's get back to our show. Another area of eliminating sources of doubt is yourself, okay? You are going to be your biggest critic when it comes to achieving your next sales goal. You are going to be the person that's going to say, I can do this or I can't do this. You're going to be the person that's going to have to execute on the fundamentals of your industry, right? Without execution, all the goal setting, all the goal planning is useless. You have to do it. You have to get up and go. And, and, and the reason I say this is I have encountered some amazingly successful sales and business people in my life. I've had some who have worked for me who have made an insane amount of money. I've had some that have struggled and then have made an insane amount of money. I've had some that had a zen-like confidence and still make an insane amount of money. Here's the thing. These sales professionals, the one thing they had in common, regardless of where they were at in their career, they are their worst critic. You are your worst critic. You look at what you can do, what you can accomplish, and, and, and you question if you're really capable of doing it. I, I heard a quote recently, and, and a good friend of mine shared a quote with me from Tony Robbins. It said, he told me that people overestimate what they can do in one year, but they underestimate what they can do in 10 years. People overestimate what they can do in one year, but they underestimate what they can do in 10 years. We are our own worst enemy when it comes to goal setting process. We have to think that our support system, even though we have that inner circle, we have to take some accountability on our own. We have to acknowledge that we have to have some mental grit and fortitude to push through anytime that you find yourself in a valley, anytime the commission pendulum is swinging the opposite direction, right? How do you do that? Everyone has a different approach, and we'll save how to get out of it for another podcast episode. But today, the takeaway or the key nugget is you have to acknowledge and accept that you are responsible for your goal achievement process. You are responsible for having the strong, positive mental approach. You are responsible for creating that surrounding environment that's going to breed success. Okay, and that surrounding environment that's going to breed success, I call that my power circle of accountability. In the book, I created an image of a power circle of accountability. It goes friend, family, group, coach. 
every successful person needs a power circle of accountability. This is a little different than your inner circle, right? Your inner circle, you can have somebody who's in your inner circle of your life, but they're not in your power circle of accountability. I don't know if you can have somebody, and you know what, you can. You can also have somebody in your power circle of accountability, but that's not in your inner circle of life. What I mean by that is my inner circle, yeah, they're tied to me to my sales goal. They're tied to me to, to the success that I, that I want to achieve in life. But my inner circle also has typically some sort of emotional relationship, a loving relationship, a romantic relationship. They want to see the, the greater good of me. My power circle of accountability has one purpose and one purpose only, to hold me accountable to the shit I said. To hold me accountable to what I said, okay, I don't think you can be successful without this power circle. And let's identify how to create your power circle of accountability and what options there are for you, okay? First is the family accountability group, okay? Just like your inner circle, your family accountability group only becomes your family accountability group if you coach them. I typically use your spouse or only one person in your family that is going to be in this power circle of accountability, okay? If you're married, if you have a significant other, that's usually the easiest person to have the conversation with because they have the innermost access to you. They know how you think before you think. They probably know what you're going to say before you say it. Um, you know, I, I laugh now. I'm, I'm at the point in my marriage where, you know, my wife speaks Anthony is what I say. I mumble sometimes, surprisingly, even though I speak and I have a podcast and audiobook, and maybe you've heard me mumble, but my wife can interpret everything flawlessly to the point where I'm around friends and I mumble and they look to her. Where I'm going with that is you have to have somebody who knows you, the ins and outs of you. And if you coach that person how to hold you accountable, they're going to call you on the BS. Okay. The friend very similar to the goal accountability, buddy. But in order to have a somebody in a power circle of accountability, you have to, in turn, hold them accountable, right? Your inner circle is somebody who is loves you, is going to hold you accountable. It's your accountability, buddy, right? It's a one-sided relationship. Once you move them to your power circle of accountability, it becomes a two-sided relationship. You know, I, I look at if I have, um, not if, right? I have a good colleague of mine who manages a high-performing sales team in the Midwest. Right. She's really has become my goal accountability buddy when it comes to managing my high performing sales team. When things don't make sense or I'm struggling in certain areas, I, I reach out to her and vice versa. But there's an accountability where if we ever miss something or we're not performing, we, we've established a relationship where we say, hey, I, you know, I, I think you're missing the boat here. And there's no feelings or hurt. There's no there's no emotions. There's no anger tied in. There's there's nothing wrong with it. So. The difference between having somebody in your inner circle and your power circle or your power circle, it does come a two-way relationship. You call them out on their accountability. They call you out on your accountability. You set the parameters in the beginning of your relationship, right? So you say, Joe Smith, I'd like for you to be my goal accountability buddy for 2020. What does that mean, Anthony? Well, it means this. Every Friday, you and I are going to speak for 30 minutes. It's a set call at 6.30 in the morning, every Friday. We will not cancel it unless somebody is absolutely sick, can't get to the phone. I mean, it's the worst case of worst case. But other than that, no excuse for us not to speak every Friday at 6.30 a.m. Are you in? I'm in. Here's a 
what our timeline of our conversation is going to look like. I'm going to spend the first five minutes giving you an update of how my week went. You'll spend the next five giving yours. Then after that, we're going to go 10 minutes of round robin of questions, preset questions we ask to hold each other accountable. And the last 10 minutes, we're going to talk about what we're going to do the next week, right? It is truly a set relationship that if you actively participate and you provide value, you'll find somebody on the other side of that phone, on the other side of that Zoom call, on the other side of, it could be a coffee accountability buddy who you go get coffee with, on the other side of that conversation that is also going to hold you accountable. But that only works if you set up the relationship like that from the beginning. It's okay to say, hey, I need a goal accountability buddy. Would you be mine? Would you be my buddy, right? That's the second step, the second part of the power circle of accountability. The third part of the power circle of accountability is a coach, a professional business or sales or life coach, right? Whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. Since this is the Catapulting Commissions podcast, we're going to go on a business or sales coach, okay? Think about some of the top performing professional athletes of our time. Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Tom Brady. These are all top-tiered professional athletes. What they have in common, or what they had in common when they were playing in their prime, they had a coach that was dedicated to, to them performing at their best. They had somebody in their corner specifically for them. I'm not talking about the team coach, right? If we were to transform this into sales, right, it's the equivalent of you working for a sales industry. Your manager is your manager mentor, right? That can be your accountability buddy. It could be your coach, but I recommend if you want to get the best out of your performance, it's sometimes wise to invest in a sales or accountability or business coach, okay? There's a variety of different coaches, and you can find thousands of them out on the internet. Some great, some not so great. If you do look for a coach, I highly recommend you do some research, and I I highly recommend you find out what it is that that person is trying to accomplish with you. I I highly recommend you find someone that fits within your budgetary constraints, okay? And if you're wondering, hey, how much does an executive business sales coach cost, right? You can get a coach on a monthly basis anywhere from a couple hundred bucks all the way up to $10,000, $15,000, a month, right? The question is, is, is the expense of this coach going to double or triple your income? And if the answer is yes, right, well, then it's, it's a business expense. But that's, that's for a whole nother show. Back to the point. You need to hire a coach. You need to get somebody on your team. Right? Who is your team that's going to help you achieve your sales goal? You need somebody that is going to be the coach to your actions, the coach to your directions, somebody who's not afraid to call you on your stuff, someone who's not afraid to ask you the difficult questions. Right? And this is a one-sided relationship, not a two-sided relationship. The difference from your buddy is it's two-sided. A coach is, hey, I'm going to pay you $1,000 a month. And we're going to speak twice a month. And during these conversations, here's what I'm looking for, or here's what I'm trying to accomplish, right? We'll work through this together. I'm looking forward to you helping me out. And if your coach isn't helping you progress and hit your metrics, then it's time to get a new coach. The final step in the power circle of accountability is a goal accountability group. 
this can be a mastermind. This can be a group of individuals who said we're going to come together twice a month with the idea and objective that we're going to hold each other accountable to achieve what our next steps are in our sales goal. Okay. Some of these coaches, they offer a group coaching program. That's one option. The most recent goal accountability group I, I participated in, I'm actually a member of a couple groups. So I throughout my show, I will acknowledge and, and, and share who has influenced me, but I'm, I'm a member of the game changers Academy. And in that group, I just met and I virtually met because I've never met them in person, but I had a group of individuals. I had a health and life coach. I had a fitness coach and I had a professional motivational speaker. We had a four person goal accountability group and we met for 14 weeks every Friday morning or Monday morning, depending on the holiday at 6 a.m. And we started our goal accountability group by meeting for 21 days in a row at 6 a.m. on a Zoom call. The four of us got together on a Zoom call. Our calls were anywhere between 30 to 45 minutes. And it was how can we hold each other accountable? Now, this group was a free group, right? Meaning we, we no one paid anything to join it. It was, hey, we're going to work on this together. And as we did it, it became your reputation, right? I knew that if I didn't wake up in the morning and bring my A game, I was wasting their time and I was wasting my time. And the greater good of the group, the group progressed because everybody committed to bringing their A game. Everyone committed to what they said they were going to do. So I would, I would have a conversation with my group on Tuesday at 6 a.m. And I would say, hey, you know, I'm out in the field today. I'm working with my reps. However, this evening, my goal is to finish proofreading chapter six of my book. And tomorrow, I'm going to tell you I finished my proofread and I sent it back to my editor. And so I'd wake up the next morning. And if I did it, I felt great. If I didn't do it, I definitely felt like I didn't belong on that call. And that sheer accountability from that group pushed me to expand the Catapulting Commission's brand, pushed me to expand what value I'm bringing to market, right? That group was the idea behind creating the audiobook. That group was the idea behind creating the Catapulting Commission's course, right? It was how can I provide the most maximum value and what are your thoughts on this? And what steps do I need to do for you to hold me accountable? And in turn, we held them accountable, right? I held my newfound friends that I've met in the Game Changers Academy accountable. And as the show progresses, as time progresses, I'll bring some of them on an interview and kind of share some of their backgrounds and how that, that accountability group kind of set that foundation for growth. Now, what can you do with that information? You might be saying, great, Anthony, I heard this. That sounds awesome. I don't belong to the Game Changers Academy or any other group, so I have no idea how to set up a goal accountability group. Super simple. Very simple. Find somebody in your industry whether they're in your office or not, that is doing what you want to be doing, that is more successful than you. Then find somebody who's at your same level, who has a similar skill set or similar experience. You reach out to person A, person B, and say, hey, I'm interested in creating a goal accountability group. I think we all have some strong goals that we'd like to hit based on my observation, would you be open to joining this goal accountability group? 
If we're going to meet in person, you know, our plan is to meet every Friday morning at 6 a.m. or 5.30 a.m. at Starbucks. We're going to spend one hour together, and we're just going to go over what we happened for the week before, what's going to happen in the next week, and we'll lay out some of the foundations. The idea behind this is your goals and my goals, we're going to get a higher step of achieving them. Or if that seems too much of, of a commitment, what my original goal, what this original goal accountability group did was we did 21 days for 21 hours. And the idea behind it was we would have a call for 20 to 30 minutes, and then we would dedicate one hour after the call on what we said we were going to do, what our goal was, right? And everybody at that point was trying to build something different, whether they were trying to, to perfect their, their, their slide deck for speaking, whether they were trying to create the offer for their clients, whether they were trying to, to write the curriculum for their health program, right? What we did was we got off the call and we said, okay, we're going to commit one hour, one hour of valuable investment into our goal setting process and we're going to share it again tomorrow, right? Do that. It's really easy to set that up. 21 days, get a Zoom account for free, do a FaceTime call. That's free. There's a lot of ways to make it happen. The excuse of not having technology or not having access to people isn't a valid excuse, right? If you can't, if you can't do that, then, then join one. There's a million online. You can go to various Facebook groups. You, you can find somebody that'll be in your goal accountability group, okay? If you're interested in joining a goal accountability group or you're interested in getting information on coaching, you can check out my website at Anthony P. Garcia. There's, there's information there, all right? But I will be the first to say my wiggle room or my availability for having personal coaching clients who I coach is very slim. My referrals network is very huge, right? So I have no problem putting you in contact with someone who I think does a phenomenal job, right? And if you're looking for that goal accountability or that goal accountability group, uh, I definitely can also do the same thing. I have smaller bandwidth, but I definitely have some referrals and resources that can put you in place. So you can check out and find a lot of that information on anthonypgarcia.com. All right, guys, that does it for this preview on the Catapulting Commission's book. As I said, we've spent the last three episodes and we identified step one, two, and three, having a clear mental approach, having key actionable items, and creating a strong positive support system is the fundamentals of the Catapulting Commission book, right? You can get that at catapultingcommissions.com. It's also available on amazon.com. And in the near future, you will also have full access to the Catapulting Commission's course, and I look forward and I'd love to have you make sure you guys join me for next week's episode as it's going to be a doozy. I have an amazing professional athlete who is a world-class Olympic medalist, but is also a world-class professional sales expert. She'll be joining me next week on our show and I'll look forward to having that conversation then. Thanks, guys. Well, that does it for today's episode on Catapulting Commissions with Anthony Garcia. If you found some value in today's show, please be sure to head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. Don't forget to subscribe to Catapulting Commissions. That way you get notified of new episodes every week. Lastly, please take a screenshot of today's show and share it on Instagram. Every week, I'll be giving away a signed copy of my best-selling book to one person who tags me at Anthony P. Garcia 99 and includes the hashtag catapulting commissions. Thank you for your time and I look forward to helping you achieve higher commissions.